the Bar is a podcast for dance studio owners by dance studio owners. Every week, we seek to unpack what is happening in our lives, our businesses, our hearts, and our minds. Sometimes we take a serious tone, other weeks, not so much. Either way, we hope you feel encouraged, supported, motivated and uplifted by simply knowing you are not alone. Join us at The Bar. Hello and welcome back to The Bar. It's Miss Mel joined by the beautiful Miss Jane. We are both post-performance. This time last week we spoke, it was a Friday and we were both heading into a big weekend Um, and it is the following week now and we've just had a good old chat once again, lots of giggles. How are you today Miss Jane? Very well, thank you. Yes, lots of giggles. I mean, um, post-performance giggles are very good, aren't they? Yes. They come after, of course, the post-performance blues, which are very real. The come down is real, um, but that's all fine. And yes, excited though to just be talking about musicals again, because yes. is there anything better to talk about? Oh, I mean, really. No, we can see. <laughs> we had our beautiful musical production on um, last Sunday. We did two performances. Mm. It went really well, except for the second performance where our prince ran off stage and uh, her mic was still on and said, I need to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all, darling? (laughs) Oh, yes. So that was clear as a bell for the entire audience. Oh, um, God. Uh, so yes, that's one of that's... the, uh, I think, um, look, the first performance went really, really well. It just went smoothly. I think, yes. and you know, we had drilled the kids about making sure they didn't talk when they went off stage because they, you know, you've got to wait till the mics turned off. Um, and I think that mm. second show, they had relaxed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. See, I, that's what happened to mm-hmm. us. That's what happened to us. We all just got a little bit. And also your your brain's firing a little bit, you know, you're yeah. a bit relaxed, a bit fatigued, a bit adrenaline infused and, yeah, yes. it's a little bit of a cocktail for disaster but that's okay. It's all good fun. And, you know, I wear a mic most of the time when I'm teaching and uh, <laughs> I am very, very careful. So much so I take, before I go, I take my mic pack off my pants when I go to the ladies because I'm like, <laughs> Uh, I would never live that down. I also also, um, do enjoy playing a few games with my mic and the kids, you know, so if I'm in another room, I can see them through a window and they're not warming up or something, I'll turn my mic on and say, warm up, I'm coming in in three minutes. That's all good fun. So you do have to be a bit careful with mics. (laughs) Big brother. You're like big brother. Oh, um, well, big something, big annoying, I think. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. So Um, last week we talked about auditions and kind of that, and we kind of left it halfway through, didn't we? So we're going to talk. We did. We did. We felt like there was, you know, quite a bit more to to unpack and talk about. Um, I'm thinking we might start with Jane that process of actually applying for the rights. Um, oh, yeah. So in Australia, and I know that they are an international organisation too because I know sometimes I accidentally go onto the, the mm-hmm. US website. 
And it tells you um, off, yeah. It does, it tells you off, which is great. <laughs> um, so it's it's MTI um, yeah. and that's a, a place where you can go and peruse all of the musicals that are available for, you know, application for rights. Um, yeah. We mm -hmm. struggled at the start of this year, which we, we hadn't had this experience before. Um, so this is one of my recommendations is make sure you get in as early as you can yeah. Um, I've actually just done our application for our performance next September because... Me too. In, yeah. <laughs> well, we ran into trouble at the start of this year. We, we were planning to do, originally, we applied for singing in the rain and we didn't get that. Uh -huh. and then we applied for Mary Poppins and we didn't get uh -huh. that. Oh. And then we applied for Lion King and we didn't get that. Now... Oh. Um, by that stage, I was like, what is going on? Um, but it's literally because there's a radius that they have. Mm. Um, so there yes. could be a local high school that have got yes. the rights to those productions. So um, you just want to get in first. Yeah. So you want to make mm. sure that you get in first and kind of claim your space. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so that's that's <laughs> hard lesson yes. for us there. We were kind of diddly-daddling around with deciding what to do and... Mm. Um, yeah, and as a result, we ended up with Into the Woods, which was, which was definitely not our first choice, but nonetheless, no. it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, the thing with um, MTI, and that stands for Musical Theatre International, um, is that if you were doing a musical for a first time, so I've only done two, so by no means an expert, apart from devoting my whole life to being an audience member in musicals, um, is that it does make it quite easy. It is pick up and play, isn't mm. it, really? And yes. I think I, I know people <laughs> don't like spending money. <laughs> I know dance studio owners particularly don't like spending money. Like they're like, oh, but it costs so much. I'm like, yeah, it does. But there's hours worth of work done for mm. you. Like you're paying yes. for the convenience. But also it gave me confidence. I felt like I was paying for a confidence boost. I was like, oh, oh yeah, we can do that. Whereas if I was starting from scratch... Um, I would have spent that money in my hours over and over again and yeah. also questioned myself all the way through, you know? 100%. I mean, the, and the, like the director's notes that you get, so you get a big folder with all the director's notes, which has got, you know, stage directions. It's also got all of the information that you need for your stage manager. Um, hmm. It's so comprehensive. Even things like choreography, um, yeah. you can also get that information as well. You don't have to use it, but it does give you some some guidance hmm. and guidelines. Um, yeah, the resources are really, really great. I mean, even down to things like the artwork and the logo yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It is kind of set and forget, which does make hmm. the whole process a lot hmm. easier. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy to pay for that personally. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe in in future years we might write our own. I know you've you've had a go at doing mm. that, um, and and things like that. But for the minute, I, I guess with everything, I always go, okay, well, what am I trying to achieve? What's my outcome here? Um, so if my outcome was to give me personally a creative um, challenge, then sure, yes, I might choose to do write something of my own, but my outcome is to provide a really great positive experience for my students based on a well-known musical. So therefore, yeah. this is perfect. It, it, so just keep checking in with your why, I guess. And, yeah. Um, 
And yeah. there's something about, you know, for the students as well, when they get those books, so once you've got done your mm. cast and everything, they get their own book with their notes and, you know, I love seeing the students come in and they've got all their pages highlighted and little highlighted, yeah. And, you know, that whole experience, if, they, if it is something that they want to go on and do and, and audition for, you know, semi-professional or professional productions, they're going to have to, to do that and, you know, obtain mm. scripts mm. and make their own notes. And um, so I love that they feel, they really do feel like little pros when they get their, their books. Mm. You know, they're working in a really sort of professional way. And they, yeah. you know, what a wonderful thing to say, well, I've been Little Red Riding Hood in Into the yeah. Woods, you know. It's not yeah. just a made-up little concert by Miss Mel, you know. This is, yeah. um, you know, a proper production. So, yeah, I think it definitely, it, yes, it is more expensive, but like everything, you get what you pay for. I think so too, yeah. yeah. And our audiences have been very, very impressed um, with the quality. Oh, the other thing that I think was really good with those resources is like the transitional music because yes. that's very much what makes a musical. Oh, well, it's not what makes a musical, but yeah. it, it, it's another layer, isn't it, and possibly oh, quite yeah. easily forgotten. And, yeah, just kind of transitioning between scenes, setting a scene, um, kind of background music while the children are delivering dialogue. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that I think just, that's, I think my audience were like, oh, wow, this is really good. And I was yeah, like, oh, no, yeah, I'm just it does. pressing it play on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, it does. It gives it that real professional feel, doesn't it? Mm, mm. Um, yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Yeah. So we should probably talk mics as well because there are, I mean, staging a musical is is more complicated mm -hmm. than just a dance performance or recital. Yes. Um, yeah. What have you learned along the way with staging oh, a musical? Well, I've learned it's really hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, microphones, look, the first year we did it, so we our first one was actually um, Wizard of Oz. Mm. And we used a local guy with his mics and they were terrible. Like it was just, uh. and it really did take the shine off it. Like the, it was Same. a gorgeous yeah. little production. Wizard of Oz is obviously, you know, a really yeah, lovely thing to do. Mm. Um, but there was so much of that um, feedback, you know, when the mics uh. go through that horrible sound and oh, yeah. it's so off-putting. So if, there's one thing I can say that if you are going down the path of either purchasing your own mics or hiring them, make sure that they are really high-end, good quality mics and you're not mm. going to have that fold-back or feedback issue mm. um, on stage because it can really take the shine off the performance. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the guy that we've been using for the last couple of years and we're um, based on... Our conversation last week, I'm like, right, we're actually going to start investing in this equipment yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, he uses really top-notch quality mics. He really yeah. knows his stuff. Um, he does all of the sound for all of the local productions. So he's, he's across everything. And so I think, again... Um, you get what you pay for, don't you? You do. Um, you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it does cost a bit to, to put these productions on and you need to make sure that you are covering all of these costs. Um, and, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's quite possible that you found it through uh, My Dance Studio Success page, which has its own group called The Tribe. And we are currently um, talking about budgeting for, for mm. these 
performances at the moment and I always work backwards. So I do a as close to possible estimate or forecast of what the production is going to cost me and then I work backwards and, and set yes. ticket pricing or performer fees and things like that because it, if, if you don't do that, there could be a whole lot of nasty surprises on the way um, and these kind of things, you know, they do add up. Brian, my husband, who is the co-director of my studio, um, like most men, likes a bit of technology, likes audio-visual equipment. Yes. Um, that always seems to get through finance. The other things, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, you know, they, they just, in fact, they're not even put on the table for discussion. They just magically appear. And I go, yeah, that's so where did all of these mics come from? And he oh. says, I bought them. Oh, okay. So we do own our mics, but I, I do think yeah. we've made a very good decision there. Um, what we did also do, though, is we bought extra headsets because um, quite often you'll have a character that might <laughs> die <laughs> die <laughs> in uh, scene one or, you know, early on. Yeah. So we had the Lion King and, you know, we all know what happens to uh, Mufasa. Mm. Um so rather than taking off the whole headset and the mic pack, we just swap the mic pack. So we know that Mufasa's mic pack goes to Young Simba or something like that, and it's mic mm. pack two. Um, yeah. But they, that way we can make sure their headset is all kind of taped if necessary or put into bits of their costume. Do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's just easier to have That's it running down their back and, and yes. taped. Um, and um, the other thing, yeah. so just on that too, in terms of your planning with mics, is that you need to plan out who's got what mic on before yes. you get to the theatre. So we yes. actually, um, it's hilarious, we use pipe cleaners and so we take these little pretend mics on the kids. So if kids are actually, if we do have to swap mics, we label these pipe cleaners and they actually practice doing the swap. So the kids actually know I'm on mic four and yeah. I'm going to swap with Maddie who's going to take my mic at this point. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, that's been a really useful little tip. The other thing, um, so Into the Woods, this really pushed us, really, mm. really pushed us this year with the mic thing um, because there are so many characters in this musical and they are on and off, on and off all the time, uh, um, which right. just creates like... The biggest yeah. headache ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had our sound guy, and then I had um, two other staff members up there with him, and we had really, really gone through with a fine tooth comb the mic numbers on and off. And yeah, my poor teacher Mandy, she said I didn't get to see hardly anything because she no. was just concentrating so hard on, you know, mic eight and nine on, yeah, mics ten and eleven off, and on and off, yep. on and off, you know. So, yep. um, yeah, it, it it is an element where you really do have to invest that time and plan. And as long as you've done that work before mm. you get to the theatre, you'll be fine. Mm. But if you leave it. Until oh, you yeah. get to the theatre, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you're stuffed, yeah. And yeah. a good, um, I love a good spreadsheet in Excel. Yes. Uh, um, so that's a good planning tool about how you can spread. You know, if you've only got eight mics and <clears throat> 16 characters, mm. uh, I just put them in scenes so I know who's on when and I can kind of put some blocks in and do it like that so I can figure out whose mic's going to go to who and 
yeah um yeah, yeah. that kind of thing the yeah. other thing is um it's also a little bit costly <laughs> i'm joking it's a lot costly uh potentially in terms of scenery and things like that mm. um you know quite often uh well i've just come off a, a performance of my big big annual performance and i spent four hundred dollars on scenery that was it um and they were those cool big letters that oh you know, they looked light awesome up. i saw that yeah. I, you know, we it was called This Is It and, you know, the word this can spell another word, right? <laughs> well, this is it. I can use mm -hmm. the letters to, mm -hmm. yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get to um, do that because there were still people around when the guy came to pick them up. But I really did want a photo of me with this spelled <laughs> in another word. But anyhow, um, mm -hmm. so that was like next time that was pretty easy you know we just kind of got that in but we've mm -hmm. um done cinderella we've done lion king and it was a lot more than four hundred dollars so my yeah. thing is don't you don't have to spend a huge amount i love you know me i love an op shop i'm yeah I, I love an op shop for a number of reasons one i love our planet and i feel like we just consume things so much and then mm -hmm. just throw them away yeah and i feel like that in a studio a lot you know like oh i've gone and bought these baskets for little red riding hood and then what do we do with them do you know what i mean so yeah. um quite often i have a bit of a joke that i hire props and scenery from the op shop and then take them <laughs> back i take them back yeah mm -hmm. you know so i had yeah, a lot of baskets from for Cinderella and you know they were three dollars each or something and then I took them back yeah because that's brilliant. I just I feel a little bit more ethical about that but yeah. also it's really really cost effective um yeah, you've just got to be a little bit creative yep yep absolutely um, the other thing and also um, a digital backdrop is that did I just take your thunder there I was no, just going to say right. a digital backdrop is, yeah, is yeah. obviously very cheap and very effective really yeah yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing, a couple of the other things that we did with props, we, we had a lot of props for this musical that we've just done. Um, we borrowed scenery from other teachers. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you kind of put the word out in your networks, there's yes. always other studio owners that have got, you know, we've got these beautiful trees from another studio yep. owner. It meant we had to go and pick them up, but, um, oh, yeah, but that was fine. Hey. It was easy. Um, mm. Other things like one of my teachers is actually the... Uh, the manager of our local toy library. So mm -hmm. I've said this before, but if you're not a member of your local toy library, go and join because they have incredible equipment. So we, we use a lot of equipment that we just have on a bit of a rotation for our like mm -hmm. junior acro programs. They have lots of soft foam play shapes, that kind of stuff. Yep. I'm digressing a little bit, but, mm -hmm. um, but other things like she happened to have at the toy library, this beanstalk, that we then used for to um, grow as the prop for Jack and the Beanstalk when he came on. How so, random is that? You know, it's so random, but it's really, <laughs> really worth. Um, and she also had these vines that um, we draped over Rapunzel's tower and you mm -hmm. know, just stuff like that. That again, we're not um, we're not having to buy it; we're just borrowing mm. it, and going back to the toy library. It's yeah, ethical. good. Um, yeah, so that's really, really good. And we also. Yeah, can add up otherwise can't yeah, it? i mean really yeah it, yeah, it can yeah. really add up and yeah. if you've got random things so this is the other thing that we do quite <laughs> often is we will put out in uh -huh. our um facebook groups to uh -huh. our parent group and go we need a chicken 
We can't yes. find a chicken. You can't. Oh, your chicken was chicken. next level. Yeah. And so then, of course, one of our parents went, look, I've got this chook. She sits on my shelf. You know, I've had her for 25 yep. years. Please look after her. Um, yep. So the chook mm-hmm. came to the show. We put her on a uh, remote control car and out went the chook <laughs> onto the stage. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But, you know, things like that where you can yeah. just, you know, use your community as well. And just they like, like that too, don't yeah, they? Like, definitely. It's- Nice to contribute. Um, In fact, that's so funny because I'm just about to, um, you know, I've had my four days off from performance time after my big performance and now we're moving on to our juniors, which is a big safari party and I'm just about to put in our Facebook group that, you know, if anybody's got any fake plants that they'd like to get rid of or let me borrow in December, then I'm your girl. So, yeah, definitely put your feelers out. Yeah, yeah. The other thing on props I wanted to raise that we, um, oh, was it last year? We built these um, boxes. So we've got, mm-hmm. I think we've got eight and they mm-hmm. are, so Rob built them. They are heavy, but he's designed them that um, they've got handles um, cut yep. into them so you can easily slip yep. your hand in. So we've got um, high square ones, long rectangle ones, um, uh. all different shapes and sizes. And I tell you what, they have been the best investment. I love um, that. So we use them to create different levels on the stage. So, for mm-hmm. example, when, um, you know, the witch came in and into the woods, she would stand up on this box and she would mm. make a spell from there. Or if you want to, you know, you want cast members to be standing up higher yeah. at the back, you know, and yeah. we just have little felt uh, circles on the bottom so they're easy to push around on the stage nice. during blackouts um, and they just, they've created so much flexibility um, for us and you can have them in the studio when you're rehearsing. So, yeah, yeah if anyone's interested, just, just um, I don't know, send me an inbox. I can share some pictures mm. because they've been really, really, we have used them, um, yeah, since... Oh, well, three, three productions now and they've been absolutely brilliant. So, Well, send me some pictures too and I'll, I'll put them on the I Facebook will. page when we yeah. when we share the episode. Um, I'll have to get Brian onto that. Yeah, He'll be yeah. so pleased. Well, I'm yeah, actually yeah. recording at home and I'm looking out my laundry door at Pride Rock as we stay. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they do, I do have the Lion King's Pride Rock sitting under my carport currently, which is not weird at all either, but no. um, the things we make them do. We've yeah, got a couple absolutely. of round ones that I got from a dance school closing down and, and similar thing actually, like quite heavy yeah. but so handy for so yeah. many things. And, yeah, if you've got a handy husband or a handy dad that's at the studio that mm. could help or you could even have, you know, the dads are awesome and they do like to contribute as well. Have a Saturday afternoon yes. where you put the Barbie on at the studio and say, yep. come on down with your drills. We're going to we're having a men's shed you know, and we'll have a beer at the end or whatever. Yeah. Um, and let's get these stage blocks built. I think that'd yeah. be fun. In fact, I'm writing this down, Mel. I know. Right, do it. Do it. Shed afternoon. So, they're so valuable. Um, mm. We've actually got this coming holidays, we've got a day planned with our beautiful Dance Step students. They're Good. coming in They're coming in the morning. I've taken your idea of the ballerina buddy workshop. Yeah. We're doing that in the morning, which will be lovely. And then they're staying in the afternoon. We're having a massive prop working bee. They're all so excited and we'll, we'll feed yep. them and we'll get some pizzas or something like that and um, yep. our petite shows 
uh, in November and we're doing under the sea. So we need lots Yay. of seaweed and, you know, little oyster shells and all sorts of interesting things. So um, mm. yeah, use your community, use the people that um, they love it. They love getting in and helping and, you know, they're not standing yeah, just, stage and, oh, I painted that. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It does definitely increase engagement because we've had that experience too. Oh, they're my whatevers, you know, or there's yeah. my chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there goes my chicken. There's my chicken. Um, yeah, yeah. so we've covered, we've covered mics, we've covered props and scenery. Props One thing scenery. we didn't say about props was, of course, having a prop table. Um, so backstage everything has a place and and that's part of the training like that's what I like about musicals is there's so much to learn yeah um, and it really is a team effort it's not just yes. your class coming on doing your dance going off yeah um, you know like yeah. the success of the show relies on everybody doing the right thing doing and so right you know you have absolutely. your prop table marked out this is where Cinderella's slipper goes Yes. And yes. and it, you come off the stage, you put it back on the prop table. Yeah. Um, and I always say to our students, you know, you're not professionals. I understand you are children, but I want you to act like professionals. And yeah. you, know, you kind of see them go, yeah, you know. They, yeah, they you, like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You know, treat them like that and they will, they will rise mm. to the occasion. Um, we also have... Um, a party so we take a lot of photos during like the dress rehearsal and stuff and then we um we're probably going to change venues next year but at the moment we've just been at one fairly close we've walked back to the studio everyone brings a plate we put the photos yeah. just on you know unedited up on the tv in the studio um and that's always been good too so yeah to yeah it's not the same in the well important. the following following class they all bring yeah. the plates and we did that on tuesday night and we had a recording we just popped it on the tv it was just raw footage but they all sat yeah. around and giggled and laughed and yeah it's a nice thing to kind of celebrate and talk about all the little you know funny things, things. along the way yeah it's fun so much fun um the other thing i wanted to say in terms of reading scripts during rehearsals too it's mm -hmm. also really valuable to have someone on um following the script to act as prompt yes. especially when you go through we did talk a little bit about that uh, planning for scripts down week um, mm -hmm. that's a really helpful thing uh, that if you've got someone there that just to just to save time and all they need to do is say the first couple of set parts of the line and yes. then off they go that's really helpful as well yeah um, we, we had someone side stage as well actually hmm. the um, Rafiki because Rafiki uh, in Lion King has some powerful moments, but they're far and few between. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and was one of one of our best kind of performers because of that song. Um, but, yeah, so I just had them sit. And because they were in costume, like they weren't sitting on the stage, but if yeah. anything happened, I was like, I kind of gave them permission, like if, if, something happens where you need to rescue Like I trusted her to make decisions about yeah. that. And yeah. It, yeah, she could just kind of prompt from, but she was right there. And she, I don't think actually we did need her at all, but mm. I definitely know the students felt more comfortable knowing that she was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of just had their backs. And, yeah, because it only takes one word, doesn't it? There, oh, and you're yes. like, there goes the carriage or whatever it is. You're like, yeah, yeah that's right, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. I think we have covered lots of stuff today, Jane. 
think that's about it. Yeah, I think um, so too. I'm my encouragement so. is to, yeah, go for it. My encouragement is to go for it. If you've got a musical theatre program, even just just a small one, and you could do an in-house kind of musical. Mm. Um, oh, the only other thing that's probably worth mentioning is that I, my very first musical I did was Cinderella Kids. It was only 30 minutes long and I didn't, or 35, and I didn't kind of realise that until I was in too deep. And then I was like, oh, I'm trying to, I started targeting my preschoolers to come. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's all they can watch. I get that. But it felt, you know, I wanted to charge $12 a ticket and I was like, yeah, for a 35-minute performance, that's a little bit not quite right. So what we did um, at the end was we had a photo opportunity, so we lined up our leads, so we brought them we said to the audience, um, we've got a photo opportunity now if you start on the right-hand side of the stage and kind of work your way across. So it was very orderly. I know that's a shock. but So they could have a photo. <laughs> Everybody like that. Um, so they, they did. They had a photo with Cinderella and a photo mm. with, you know, the ugly stepsisters or whatever, and they moved. And they loved that. And then they went out into the foyer where the rest of the cast, the ensemble, um, were supervising and engaging in like a very basic craft activity mm -hmm. and so that then it was like a really great school holiday activity for the audience as well like we could really we our ticket sales were really really strong because of that yeah because it was a lovely morning out a pretty cheap morning out where the smaller children got to watch a performance engage with the performers like they think they're actual superstars right yeah. so and what an um, ego boost for your performers too, Jane. Exactly. So feeling of like, oh, look at my fan club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The ugly yeah. stepsister was not such an ego boost because none of them wanted, uh, not step, the mother, <laughs> stepmother, none of them wanted a photo with her. They were all like, no, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ensemble still felt included because they were out there um, supervising them. Yeah, the that's class. lovely. So that was yeah, it was a really lovely thing. We didn't do it this year because we did Lion King, which did have that scarier kind of scene, mm. obviously, when yeah. um, in the stampede. And so we kind of marketed to over fives this year. But yeah. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. But our our musical that I have just applied for for next year will be very much three-year-olds. So we'll, I think we will try and go for that you know, have the photos and then craft yeah. again. Yeah, I think that's a really good structure because it, I mean, for us too, and it, the musical theatre program is a smaller part of the school. It's not, um, mm. you know, like when you do your big performance and everybody's yeah. there, of course, your ticket sales just go bang and you don't even have to think about it. No. Um, but, yeah, we, we did the same. We really kind of pitched it as, you know, come and, and bring, we offered like a special ticket price for other, our existing students and, mm -hmm. Yeah, just trying to get bums on seats other ways. But I think that's that's a really great approach that you did with your Cinderella. That's wonderful. Yeah, and it was yeah. lots of fun. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, okay. Miss May. Well, Miss Jane, the next time we speak, we are going <laughs> to be face-to-face. Um, and I noticed that you've uh, programmed some champagne prior to the conversation, so I'm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, is that brave or stupid or uh, just really good know. strategy? Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I think it, yeah, I think it will be quite odd. I mean, we've not done any podcasts face-to-face, -face, just no. you and me alone, let alone with an audience watching. Yeah. Um, 
So it could be really interesting, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I'm so looking we, forward to Exchange, Jane. And thank you so yes. much for creating such a wonderful event for studio owners to come and network and nurture each other and lift each other up. It's just amazing. If you're not part of the tribe, Miss Jane's Facebook group, make sure that you do join. Yeah. Lots of really great conversations, people raising um, you know, questions, putting, posting about issues they might be facing, but all of the, mm. the conversation that happens um, in the tribe is really, really supportive and uplifting. Um, yeah, it's a great space that you've um, created, yeah. so thank you. Thank you, Mel. Yeah, it is, and I enjoy it too, and I do feel like it's got a different vibe in the yeah. tribe um, yes. and that's obviously intentional I want it to be a really positive place so yeah just uh, if you go to or search for the tribe and then in brackets for dance studio owners you are most welcome to join us there yeah absolutely all right Miss Jane will you have a lovely day and I will, I will. see you at exchange soon. okay bye, bye Miss Mel Thanks for listening to At The Bar with Jane and Mel. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think, what topics you'd love us to cover or any feedback you'd like to pass along. You can reach out to us both via the Dance Studio Success with Jane Gretsch Facebook page. Send us an inbox. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and we hope that our podcast helps you as you navigate the highs and lows of dance studio ownership. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 